Welcome to Ontario Outdoor Pursuit, your total Ontario hunting podcast. This episode of Ontario Outdoor Pursuit is brought to you in part by Titanium Archery Products. TAP specializes in high-performance bow accessories that are designed to improve bow control and accuracy in addition to reducing vibration and shot noise. TAP manufactures stabilizers, quick disconnects, and string stops, plus much more. Use discount code Ontario Outdoor Pursuit, no capitals, all one word. Check it out at TitaniumArcheryProducts.com for your 15% off purchase. Titanium Archery Products, not just another carbon copy. Welcome back, episode 20. What? Busy life for us here in the studio, a.k.a. basement. A.k.a. podcast room. That. <laughs> um, I've been away for work for the past four weeks. Um, started a new job, so that's been lots of traveling. Um, it's been great. I've been able to... Check out lots of what uh, BC and Alberta has to offer, which has been super cool. Um, but I do miss being home in the podcast room. Spending quality time with your fiance. Right. Yeah. That and uh, I was going for the tree stand, but yes, love her as well. <laughs> uh, I'm just getting your back. Um, she scares the shit out of me too. So. <laughs> so... Just with all that aside, we haven't been able to post as much as we'd like. We are pumping a few out of them right now, and we're going to have lots for you guys to listen to. Um, lots of cool things coming up, uh, yep. especially for you, actually. We can jump right on that. Um, you're gearing up for... Oh, me. I thought you meant listeners. No, you are gearing up for your goose hunt about to come up. Yeah. Uh, so today, September 4th, we recorded two tonight, but this one will be released about a week later. Mm-hmm. Uh, so goose opener is on Thursday morning. So tomorrow after work, which is tomorrow's Wednesday, I drive straight to Wyerton with the goose trailer and the all the decoys, obviously, and the layouts with Mackenzie. We go up to Wyerton. Um, pretty promising stuff. So we'll see how I do it. But we usually do pretty good opening. Well, yeah. I want you to save the details, and you're going to share the story of success oh, when you get back. Unlike, I guarantee we'll kill birds. Unlike our success unsuccessful weekend of fall bear hunting <laughs> it was, well you know how it goes like with birds we're scouting for a long time and we know there's birds in those fields with deer you know we're trail cameras we're deer sign everything we have you know like a month to prepare for it with right. bear it's we're up there for three days yeah so um we did the fall bear hunt and this was at the same property we did the spring bear hunt uh, so earlier this year, and we talked about that on a cast. Uh, we'd seen four bears um, in three days. Uh, this time we went for the same duration. Unfortunately, didn't see any bears. Lots of signs of bears. Um, so just fun. nothing in the time. We yeah. had horrible weather. Oh, it was it was awful weather. It was a fun trip. Like all in all, I'm still very happy. Like you said, it. it was a great camping trip. <laughs> That's basically what it was. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's I don't know. It was cool. I guess we can talk a little bit about the bear hunt. Like it was. You know, we got there, and um, the weather was great going up. For sure. I picked you guys up in the airport in your truck with Yeah, the... we had just flown in. Uh, Steve Eskrimnik uh, 11 and I just got in from Calgary yep. uh, Friday, early Friday morning. So that was something I don't want to ever do again. Bring your truck with a fully loaded trailer with quad and everything to the airport. Yeah, yeah <laughs> busy time, a little tight. Nice tight Toronto airport, yeah. Um, the looks we got of having like hunting gear everywhere in Toronto was like 
I think you're in the wrong part of Kansas, bud. <laughs> so it, that was entertaining. But yeah, the drive was nice. You know, we got up there and put the bait out. We put the tent up, everything. Um, we brought a second tent just for gear this time, which was kind of yeah. nice. I like that. It's super essential. Like, yeah. yeah. It was nice just to have everything. We weren't kind of in and out of the truck too much, which is good. No. But uh, yeah, weather was great going up. First night, absolute shit show. Yeah. Um, you know, we brought uh these we were gonna make these turkey kebabs. I I had to pack everything because you guys were gone, which is fine. Yeah. I don't care. Uh but I messed up and I forgot the peppers and onions for these kebabs. Right. So I had these giant turkey breasts and I was like, you know what, we still have some beans to do with this meal. We'll do um chopped like sliced turkey and we'll do uh, mushroom skewers because I did bring the mushrooms. So as we season them obviously with kickaboo spices. Uh, Ray, I finished all of the onion and garlic. Yeah, we're going to need some more spices (laughs) there, right? So I'm going to put Dorda through soon. Um, Anyway, so made that. uh, We lost one of the chains to our tripod grill. So (laughs) put these turkey breasts on there. They're they're grilling nicely. I go to flip them. Chain gives. Both giant turkey breasts fall right into the fire. I have a little bit of like an angry moment, so I throw... Totally fine. (laughs) Totally understandable at that point. Just got to throw the spatula on the ground few cuss words turn around whatever we get the turkey slices out of the fire give it a little bit of a wash because you know the covered in charcoal um have the meal meal's fine like yeah. you know whatever gotta laugh about it i'm in my chair prior to consuming like i had drank probably half a glass of this gin and tonic we made and i had a half full cup and my chair started to give way and i was in my head i was like okay i can put my hand down but i'm gonna lose my whole drink or I just tip and land sideways, Maybe and I, I can spill a little. Right. So I went for the ladder. Uh, Cameron looks over. I was just on the ground on my side. <laughs> Your he, drink was all right. Though. Yeah, drink was fine. A little bit spilt, but uh, drink was fine. That was entertaining. Uh, felt like an idiot, <laughs> but it was good. Like, I mean, it was, you know. It, a little bit of a rough start. It's all in the dark. It's a yeah. little bit rushed, but it's it's the time that we have, and we, we've got a very busy few weeks coming up between – your uh upcoming hunt and yep. moose camp and just the, we, even deer this year getting like we have done little prep work for deer this year not as much as i would have liked no. but it's this year's been crazy it, yeah it is what it is yeah so you know um i think one of the cool things that we saw at bear camp this year was you walked up and coming back from your tree stand at camp you'd said oh there's some fresh uh you know bear scat I'm like oh cool and you're like yeah that thing's been eating garbage i took that as Oh, okay, this bear's, you know, eating poorly. Obviously, I know bears consume garbage. I know they're on dumps all the time. But there's no real dumps in that area close to it, I don't think, right? Not too bad, no. Okay. Um, So, anyways, when you said garbage, I just thought, like, shitty food. Uh, Walked past the next day. I was like, oh, there's literally two grocery bags in that bear scat pile. (laughs) He literally ate garbage. Okay. Um, That was cool. You know, we saw, obviously, moose sign everywhere. Lots, yeah. Too bad there's no tags. Um, I think we've been better about that since day one. Yeah, if M and R could open that up anytime, yeah. that'd be great. Yeah. Did uh, did we ever talk about your uh, doe tag scenario? I don't think no, so. No, we didn't. But I that... would absolutely love to. So everyone's currently receiving their doe tags, buck tags, all sorts yeah. of draws and everything for this year's season. Um. So I've been. I've had my license for. Six for seven years. Seven now. years. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I've applied six of those years for deer. 
Um, four have been for controlled hunts, and the rest have been just as archery hunts, or I forgot. Yeah. Um, so I know the years that I there's one year in there that I had for a different WMU. The remainder of the years were for the same WMU to which I still hunt. <laughs> for this many, for five years, I have applied to the same WMU, almost the same property. Yeah. And I wasn't drinking when I, or intoxicated by anything at any time when applying for my tags. <laughs> I applied that, for the WMU. That was WMU. the first thing we asked you. Were you drunk? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what Steve said as well. And no, that wasn't the case. I had applied for WMU for both option one, option two. Yeah. And I had got a totally different WMU for both. Hey, you were successful. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> In the wrong WMU. <laughs> I kind of made a point. I, I called the MNR, spoke with them. I would asked them. I said, hey, look, this is the scenario. I always keep my receipts. I always either print them or email them to myself for whatever reason. I don't know. I, I didn't email this one to myself and I just emailed the moose draw to myself. So I still had um, an email for saved for that, but not for the deer. So when I was speaking with the lady over the phone, um, I had asked her like, you know, five years, I've never screwed it up. And I actually, the WMU I was successful in, I've actually been going there to where my grandfather reside for oh i don't know 20 years almost yeah so I, i've never seen a deer up north myself on the property where that wmu would be in my entire life never even to this day i've never seen a white-tailed deer up there yeah i've seen more moose more bear than anything yeah um so i i know that i wouldn't have applied for that wmu that i was successful in so i told her that um and I, I kind of mentioned that I had heard from a reliable source. Numbers kind of got screwed up um, when adding additional tags through their system for the public. So a thousand tags were handed out for WMU. Yes. Well, I haven't seen tags for additionals for six years since a friend uh, was hunting that same WMU. And definitely not and that many. Suddenly there's a thousand. Yeah, right. I've seen some in a few years, but never close to that amount. So, never close. Right, and uh, yeah, like that's that's huge. Yeah, and I I would certainly trust my reliable source. Um, and I basically we kind of just chatted a little bit, and it led to her without saying it's an internal error. It was an internal error, yeah. and I had just said, you know, it's it's kind of sad that you put in that kind of money every year. And an outcome like that happens. Yeah. Now, I am I still have my tags available. Yeah. You're fortunate enough that you did draw. Um, I still got my antler list. You got an antler list for an area yeah. you wanted because of additional. Yep. But it's just funny. Like, you know, basically you were like, hey, I want to apply for one. Yeah, you drew it in number two. No, no, I applied for one. Yeah, you got it in two. I don't hunt two. I hunt one. Yeah, you got it in two. Like, yeah, it just, it didn't really work out and it just, it, I didn't really think it was fair. I didn't think that I was a little bit blown away. I didn't really know how to take it. So I called, I talked to them. It was a simple conversation. Like yeah. it wasn't heated or nothing of any kind, but I definitely needed some clarification on it. And yeah, it's a, it's a good point that you mentioned <laughs> that. Cause I was like, this is the craziest well, yeah, thing that's ever in, happened to me. You were in Calgary and you called me and you go, Hey, did you get your, uh, additional? I go, yeah. Oh, did you get your antler list? Yeah. You got both. Yeah. What WMU? Same one as I always do. Why? 
well, what the? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Not me. Um, no, but that that's a funny point. Entertaining. Entertaining at the least. Bright side, though, like antlerless over there still counts as an antler down here. So right. it's not like you didn't waste the tag. <laughs> um, um, what else yeah. are we getting into here? Well, we did get some new gear for, obviously, the moose hunt, which is super exciting, super cool coming up. And, it's you know, it's a backcountry kind of roughing it kind of hunt. Pretty much. We get to time. drive to... Not where we're hunting, but in close proximity. Yeah, where we're going to stay. We'll pitching be, tents. Yep, and then where we're going to hunt, we'll probably do a few kilometers away from camp at least. Yeah. Um, so, you know, one of the most important things is water. And, you know, you just picked up, mine's on its way, the new water filters. Yeah. Uh, mini filtration systems by Sawyer Products, and they are kind of like the life straws. Yeah. Uh, so this A little one, bit cooler, though. I would say. So this comes as a little kit. Um and this comes with a small 16-ounce bladder, a, a filtered straw, and a cleaning apparatus for that filter. This is good for 100,000 gallons, so basically I'm never going to have to buy another <laughs> one no. in my life. No. Um, but, but no, you... these are great. I can fill my Camelback with these. I can fill water bottles, and I can just drink it straight yeah. from the bladder. I, I like that you can drink from the bladder, and it fits on most in-line bladders so like you can fill the bladder with as well water. as water bottles so yeah that, that's awesome. water bottles dirty water drink out it's clean yeah um we both got those from amazon 30 Key products 33 33 bucks 33 bucks um super nice to have obviously it's not our primary source of water but it's nice to have yeah i mean i don't want to be carrying especially plastics with me i want to just carry my one thermos water bottle yep. and just constantly fill that so once i find my water source yeah I'm good to go. Northern Ontario, we shouldn't have a problem finding a water source. I, don't think so. <laughs> I really don't think so. What other cool stuff did we pick up? Uh, well, we got the dry foods. <clears throat> yeah, we got a few different dry foods here um, on my little venture to Calgary. I uh, was able to hit up the Cabela's out there. Um, it's amazing that they only get to pay 5% tax, by the way. Yeah. Man, we get gouged. <laughs> so we picked up some uh packable foods here they're called alpine ears alpine airs i think that's how you pronounce it i think it's air like air, air but air. with an e on the end yeah, yeah. okay weird. um these were recommended by one of the salespeople there um great as far as flavor and obviously trying to be healthy sometimes i look for some of the good nutrients in them yeah. uh these things are packed with an okay amount of calories for like a packaged foods yep but their proteins are wicked uh, yeah. their fats are pretty decent for these little packs something to give you some energy to burn off yeah and nice thing is like fats are basically short-term like short-term energy mm -hmm. whereas proteins are your long-term energy and it has both and yeah. as well um I was able to pick up a couple, so I got here a breakfast one, apple almond crisp, and uh, all of these are just add water, simple. So that's uh, kind of the breakfast, and these packets actually serve two, so you figure five bucks or six bucks for one of these packs, both of you, like two people can eat yeah. really cheap. You and got then, some snacks? Yeah, I got, where, where did those go? Ooh, Over here. The monkey mix bananas. Monkey mix, which is like dried bananas, and then half of them are dipped in chocolate. Yeah, those are protein loaded. Yeah. Um, and then I grabbed a dinner to try out too, and that's the uh, Leonardo da Fettuccini. Maybe <laughs> you could help us out with the Italian there. But uh, again, this <laughs> one's bad. loaded in protein, 30 grams of protein for this thing. That's that's not bad for something that's going to fit in your backpack, weighs next to nothing. Yeah, and I like that you just add water. 
Um, obviously, it's not our primary source of food, but it's you know it's our backup. Super um, excited to try those out on the woods. We get hungry, eat that. Yeah. Um, and you know, like the lady told you, a lot of different um, freeze dried crap gives you a gut wrench. Like it just hurts. Yeah, I don't know if that's got to do with flavors or just what's in them. Yeah, but this one. This I mean, brand, I haven't explored them too much. So no, I don't but know. from what we've heard of this brand, you don't really have that kind of problem. Yeah. So I'm hoping that's it'll be true to that. And yep. Yeah, I'll be able to let you guys know yep. real soon. That's coming up at the end of September. So we are getting excited. We're getting packed. Everyone's slowly going over the the group chat of yep. the I essentials think, that they need. And... I think the last thing we need is the walkie talkies. So I mean, yeah, if anyone's got any exactly good recommendations, let's hear it. Yeah, I mean, we're ideally we'd like to have that five kilometer range mm-hmm. of talking, right? And picture decently thick brush. Yes, at times. Absolutely. So brand model. I think we've eliminated one brand, and uh, you know, message us if you've had a better experience with them. Uniden, not up to snuff, really. Yeah. Not not really looking good on the review side of things. Uh, super interested in Cobra, Motorola. Motorola's. If you guys got any others, shoot them our way, please, because we are we're certainly looking for some. And if you have any discounts for uh, Walkie Talkies, hook us up with the discount code because <laughs> we hook you up with the Kickaboo uh, discounts and Titanium Archery product discounts. Um, yeah, no. In all serious, like we are looking for some. It's it's getting uh, it's getting busy, and we'll have a cool little title to this podcast. Yep, it's real busy. Lots is going on here. I know. Finally, I'm home now from Calgary, and uh, oh, and good luck to those guys. Actually, lots of uh, the guys I got to meet out there. Lots of cool hunts. I got to see lots of cool animals. Yeah. Um, and those guys have. Uh, some antelope, I believe, opening up. Oh, okay. Um, their mule season is just opening up. Like, good luck to you guys. I know a few of you guys got some pretty cool tags this year. So nice. Yeah, can't wait to see some photos from those guys. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm geared up now. I'm ready to go check out some more deer property. Yeah. Put in some more homework. Well, these last two weeks have been hectic. I mean, like, it's been nice, like going straight from one weekend of the Reinhardt 100, two days of just full shooting. Yeah. Um, we did our last podcast on it. It was super simple, but it was just, it was a fun shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, weekend right after that, go up to the bear camp, like just get up north, go after some bears. And I mean, now we're finally kind of relaxed until moose, which is a few weeks away. Mm-hmm. I mean, my Wyerton hunt for goose is, you know, it's, it's nothing too special. We do it every year and it's waterfowl there's prep for it obviously but um it's not it for me i don't worry about it as much as i do for you know the big game moose or even right. deer because you know you have your decoys you have your gun you have your ammo you have a layout you're good to go you get cover when you're out there all this stuff obviously we can't just run out and buy stuff when we're yeah. at moose camp no there's just there's a lot of prep um, and that all takes time. Obviously we've been planning a lot of things for heck. We've been looking for the appropriate sleeping bags, tents for the past several months. Yep. We got them. Yeah. We got them now. Yeah. We're good to go. Cam bought a matching, uh, uh, matching, uh, sleeping bags. Me. Perfect. Man. Exact same color Waterproof. and brand. I could go sleep in the water with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, good, good. got to have a lot of trust in your products. Yes. And the people you're with. Yeah, I'll just leave you guys, and then... Uh, That's weird. We all voted in a year off the island. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but, yeah, all things considered, that hunt's coming up, and that's super... I think moose has a special place in my heart, because it's... I think so. It's a big hunt, man. Like, it's 
if we get one, you're pretty much you're good on meat for the year. Like, yeah, oh yeah. Especially when you supplement with deer. I'm just and, running out of deer right now. Yeah, and it's that was a good sized buck, but that that's just a deer. Yeah, like a moose will be, we will be all right. Oh yeah, so much more work, so much more effort to get it out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like that we butcher our own meat, and you know yep. that's gonna take time. But I, I'm, I think I'm a little bit tired right now, and I don't want it to sound off that I'm bored about it. But I'm super jacked up about this moose hunt. Like it's, yeah, no, it's I, wicked. I am fired up about it. There's, like, it's a day to day thing of just the prep work. I, it's crazy. Yeah, everyone's pitching in. Almost exhausting nice. at times, but <laughs> you know, it's important stuff. This means a lot to us. We go to work every day from six a.m. to six p.m. Whatever it be. And it's seriously just so we can get the hunting gear that we want or, you know, do the hunts that we want. And I guess that's allowed us and we both got good jobs to say, yep, Reinhardt 100 this weekend, uh, bear hunting next weekend. You know, you're going waterfowl this weekend. And then it's like, okay, get back, hang a couple stands for deer. Got to be able to pay for my avian somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Damn, those things are expensive. Yeah. I could talk about some stuff later, but like, yeah, it's, it's nice to be able to you know, the hobbies and the lifestyle that you want to be able to kind of do that stuff. Yeah. And, you know, by no means are we rich, but the money that we save goes towards hunting. You are. You're like, you're, you're Italian. Nah. I've always been told money has been hidden in the walls of your is, house. Is that why you, like, got engaged in an Italian girl? I'm, that's neither, nor here nor there, <laughs> but I know you have money in your walls. It's in between the drywall. <laughs> exactly. I see. I Most see people it. have insulation in their house. I just literally have like stacks yeah, of bills. Insulated with bills. With bills. <laughs> yeah. Oh, need to go buy this this weekend. No problem. Punch we'll be knocked out. Yeah, screw off. <laughs> it's not like that. So three weeks home um, before we departure for our nice long nine-day trip. Yep. Um, I'm hammering the gym again. I'm yep. getting right back up with uh, fitness. Yep. Um, I guess my only break has been the traveling to and from out west to home. Haven't really been able to keep up to that as much as I would really like. But now that I'm home, I'm getting right back into the groove of things. Right. So you're getting ready for moose with the gym and stuff. What do you kind of focus on when you're you know working out or uh, a lot do? of endurance um, and a lot of strength? I guess you could say the mental. Um, and some might find that funny to say you could train that in the gym, but the way I look at it as, um, so I like doing a lot of stairs, mm-hmm. um, a lot of interval training on the stairs and there's uh, a, a couple sets of bags that you can use. And I think they are 15 pound bags. So I'll throw those over like you, there's two straps on them. Right. And I actually don't know the main purpose for these bags but this is what i use them for um you put them on you're the I put guy at the gym that just does oh everything yeah people wrong. are like what is this guy doing oh, i got a good story for you about my dad later on <laughs> um so i put these on in these two straps they go on my forearms and i just i kind of hold them over as if i'm like holding on to something on my back yep and yeah they're 15 pounds a piece and I just, I do my intervals with those. And that is one of the toughest things for me. Like I, I don't really look forward to doing that almost ever. Um, <laughs> but I know the positive of that. Like there's, and, and that's right there. That is the mental part of it. Yep. I don't like doing it. I know the pros of it. Yep. So I'm going to do it. And to me, you know, I just, it, it might be uncomfortable it might feel awkward, throw me off balance, but I'm just, I'm constantly hiking. I've got a little bit of added weight on there. So 
all that thrown into play. Kind of preps I'm, you for your backpack. Or yeah, anything. exactly. And then uh, like a little bit of weights, but again, more endurance. It's just, yeah. it's constant reps for me. I'm not looking to come out looking ready to go to the beach. I hate the beach. I don't like laying on sand. It's not fun. <laughs> um, so I'm going in just for reps and yeah. I do, I would say a fair amount of cardio, yeah. not really crazy for running though. I do it. Yep. I think um, two weeks ago, no, sorry, months, two months ago. I think I got into the run here was maybe a month and a half ago. Probably about a month and a half yeah. ago. When I seriously got back into, you know, running, the f- I got into trying to run 5K every day again, mm-hmm. which destroyed my legs. So now it's like a 3K run and then a 2K walk. Yeah. And the whole purpose of that is moose. It's yeah. because I know there's a lot of walking involved. Um, I do honestly love running. I do love it because I do it with my best friend, my dog. Yeah. She's awesome. So um, she never really gets tired before I do. So that's great. Yeah. But anyways, I mean, like, I just, I love building that cardio up for specifically that moose hunt after that moose hunt i'm gonna keep doing it because you know next year's moose hunt but i'm just it's funny watching yourself grow like you know when you go to the gym everything over time you watch your body change and like just like the endurance level i have now versus a month and a half ago Mm -hmm. ridiculous yeah substantial you know even when we were hanging tree stands up at bear camp like i was dying when we did in the spring that was like i was never extremely overweight or overweight right. even to say that no, but, no, not at all. but like my endurance was horrible and i was dying hanging tree stands this week cam was like oh man don't worry about it i'll come out like i put all the pegs in for this one stand and he's like oh like we'll trade i'll go up and hang the stand i was like no <laughs> i mean it didn't help that i, I kept, can do this <laughs> i kept dropping the damn stand at the top it kept falling off so i was like <laughs> no i got this it's mine um yeah, I just, I don't know. I think it's cool that hunting brings you to all those things, right? Like, yeah. what other, other than hunting, which I'm going to call, I don't want to call it an activity because it's more than that. It's like a lifestyle, right? It's passion, obsession, addiction, <laughs> the all list those, goes on. <laughs> all those words. Um, I think, I don't think there's anything else in the world other than hunting that m- makes you dedicate yourself to that. I mean, like. I would, if, I would certainly agree. And if you're I, a swimmer, sure, you're going to yeah. do a little bit of cardio, a little bit of that. You're going to focus on your diet, sure, but, like, it's not the same. Like, mm-hmm. everything plays into this. Like, obviously, we're practicing archery. If we we're, when we we're, uh, you know, before I go out for my bird hunts, I'm always shooting trap with the boys. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'm eating healthier because I need to, you know, put on a bunch of kilometers when we're at moose camp. Yeah. Every little thing about work, like, work life everything revolves around this hunting for us and oh, yeah, it's kind of cool that hunting takes us there and oh, yeah. where it takes us in our life kind of thing for sure and a, a good point i would like to add to that um is i would like to make you know a good lifestyle change where you know i could constantly 12 months of every year stay the same fitness level right but life happens and you know you get busy and stuff comes up so you can't sure or it's you do dumb summer. things like get engaged. <laughs> wow. Okay. Hopefully she doesn't hear that one. Um, <laughs> basically, summer happens and you're ready for a cold pint. Um, yep. I, over the next course of the three weeks, I'm, you're not touching it at all. No, I'm all the pints, everything, they're gone. Yeah. Uh, completely eliminating that, and that's just just a choice whether yeah. it's. Well, I think it makes you earn that beer at the end of Moose Camp a little more. Yeah, I don't know. It's just something. It's a. It's more back to the mental side of things for me. It's something I'm willing to give up. So I'm just going to be 
um, focused on and work towards, and I know that I'll reach that goal. Yeah. This is just one thing we, like, that we've I never, wanted. You and I have never been the type of person that just gets like hammered on a Monday night or something. No, nope, like, never. Um, you know, casual paint here and there. But, I mean, there's no argument. No one can argue that consuming beer is good for your cardio system. No, nope, not really. <laughs> not really. So, I mean, like, I, I get where you're coming from. I like that. Hey, if someone can have, you know, five beers and keep up with me running 5K... All the power to you. To you. I can't. I do that. could not do that. <laughs> you can't keep up to yourself. <laughs> no. Um, so, like, like I said, this is just one of those things I'm. I want to do for myself, and yep. I'll feel great as soon as that Friday afternoon comes yep. and we're on the road. Exactly, and I, I, you know, for all the listeners, I think if you're looking for the motivation to go out and be like, oh, you know, what? I kind of want to change something about my life. It doesn't have to be drastic. It doesn't need to be drastic. But what I'm getting at here is like, do it for hunting. Do you know how much easier it is to put out? to drag blinds in the morning for ducks when you're like fit. Yeah. Do you know how much easier it is to walk through the mountains with a bow on your back yeah. when you're fit? Oh yeah. Hanging tree stands, everything. Do it for hunting, man. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. If it's you don't awesome. have any other excuse, it, no. cause you don't want to go to the beach and lay on sand and get a tan. Like I don't, that's what I, I don't, don't blame like them. doing. Yeah. So, you know, do it for hunting. Yeah. That's, um, that's a good way to put it. Well, I think, uh, I can't remember her last name. She's probably gonna get yelled at for it. But Catherine's been on one hell of a fitness adventure. Yeah, we had them on the podcast. Yeah, we had for them their, for the turkey, uh, hunt. their turkey hunting. Yeah, and she's been hitting the gym, changing her diet, all kind of for hunting, and she's killing it. Yeah, and and good on her. That, Absolutely, that takes a lot of mental power and a lot of dedication. So I'd say it's like ninety percent mental. Yeah, like you can push your body past its breaking point to an extent. For sure, you can be sore the next day, day in day out. But yeah, you can have if, like. You know, a, a stress fracture in your right tibia, which is fantastic, and keep running like an idiot. Yeah. Hey, man, you want to get those five k, and you just gotta go. <laughs> um, no, that's all. That's great prep. It all adds to the success of the hunt at the end. Absolutely, for me, for sure. Yep. Cam Haynes is just an animal, so I don't think I could run a marathon every single day. <laughs> I, I'd like to say he motivates me, but he just, he doesn't motivate me anymore. It's just like, yeah, no, I'm never getting there. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're just depressed with yourself. Now. <laughs> um, uh-huh. I want to get into actually some, I think that clears it up for moose and really talks a lot of the things I wanted to get out tonight, yep. but I want to talk some, uh, late season prep, uh, last minute prep for deer season. For deer season um, yep. Within the next couple of weeks, what are you looking to get out? and uh, do with your properties obviously check trail cameras see where that's going mm-hmm. we haven't been able to get out to our bushes and kind of check that stuff so yeah that's awesome yeah been lacking yeah but that's been great <laughs> so i mean cameras aren't going anywhere though so nope. photos don't go anywhere um i think that's gonna be a big one i think trimming the last bit a little bit of shooting lanes yeah making sure that we're all good um you know i'm i signed my property not too long ago again it's not like i pay for it but yep. the people that we deal with want a signed piece of paper saying that we're not going to sue them if and, anything and, happens. That, and that's fair. wrong with that yeah, nothing wrong with that we've totally okay we've done that for goose when we knock on doors and we got hesitant farmers like okay well you know um everyone can get their hands on this it's supplied by the ministry of natural resources it's a piece of paper that states that you have permission to be on there to hunt a specific species from a date to a certain date and if anything happens, you're not going to turn on the landowner. Um, that's available for everyone. And we use that for goose, you know, hesitant landowner. Oh, well, here, we'll bring you this form. This clearly states that if anything happens to you or to us, it's not on you and we won't damage your property. 
all that's on us. They're like, okay. And it makes getting property a lot easier. Um, just having that signed piece of paper and each of you get a copy. It's kind of cool. So I think that's, you know, other than that, um, I'm excited that we got to eat. We each got two tags this year. Yeah, I am so, definitely filling the freezer this not, year. Yeah, not, and not to bring the whole trophy and meat hunter argument into it, but I think my first one is probably right now I'm... I'm well, I, I would, know I'm low on meat in yeah, my freezer, and I just I'm, bought a new f- freezer. Just so. knowing how how my hunt property is, I will almost guarantee that I will have a doe down before November. Good, I hope you do. And if you don't, after that, I mean... Here. I'm happy with one deer. Yeah. I watched November first hits. Everyone's going to be like, idiot, you didn't get one. <laughs> um, maybe I just shot myself in the foot by saying that. But <laughs> I think that's safe to say that I'm going to take my first one for meat because my freeze is getting low. And then after that, I mean, without saying I'm going to trophy hunt, I'm you know I'm okay with just getting the one deer and I'm going to go after a big buck. Hey, after. if that's – you don't have to tell no, me I'm not if that's the way you want to yeah. hunt. That's yeah. totally fine to me. Yeah, that's my plan. Like, I mean – I don't. I won't bash anyone else for that. Are you know just going out for two does or going out for just monster bucks? That's Absolutely. awesome. Yeah. Um. But I think that's my plan for this year. I would certainly agree with it. Yeah. Um, that's kind of my goals. I'm gonna be looking for a lot more signs for uh, different options to hang another stand. Yep. And that way I can kind of play wins on different days. Um. And that's pretty much gonna be it. We yeah. you know by the time your goose hunt is over uh we're gonna be going hard into getting ready to leave for moose yep. and then we get back and we're into deer season yeah unfortunately we're not here for the opener of deer because we'll be gone for moose but i can guarantee First i'll be time in a few years that i'll miss it <laughs> yeah so sad <laughs> cameron's actually crying <laughs> um so this year's the first year you didn't actually apply for your muzzleloader hunt no actually or i is this, sorry is this the first year yes okay so what made you not want to apply for it uh, a shotgun or a muzzleloader the past few years I've only done the yep. muzzleloader um, but to that point um, yeah no I, I didn't apply this year and simply because I have had quite a few years of successful hunts with that week um, I, I just so I, all the time that I put in with my bow yeah I had a few mishaps last year yep and this year I'm just not giving myself the option yeah. to do that it's it's strictly with my bow and that is and it. like just another choice that yeah. I've made. You've taken a bear with your bow, which is amazing. Yeah. And so, like, do you think you just want to push yourself to get a deer with the bow because you, like, do you think it's an added challenge? Because I'm it not trying is to bash, but for the simple fact that the two that I've shot, yeah, have not been able to be recovered. Right. So, you know, that's it's super unfortunate for me, but it, it does happen. Yeah. And yeah, I I just need I need to get it. I need to yep. do that for myself and. I just, I like the bow hunting more. Yeah. I, I like the ch- added challenge of the bow hunting. I remember I've done muzzleloader hunts. Um, and you successful with yours. Oh, absolutely. First day done. And that's not cocky. It's just, that's what happened. <laughs> um, it was, I don't know. It was, I, there's this famous quote. That's not, obviously it's not a hundred percent true, but I, I like the thing where it's like a bow hunter will learn in a week what a rifle hunter will learn in a lifetime. Obviously not to that extent. It's not completely accurate, but I, I think you pay a lot more attention as a bow hunter mm-hmm. to what's around you because, you know, especially like a long distance rifle, um, 200 yards on a deer, it's not too tough to get 200 yards. Nope. And I think most shooters out there can accurately hit 200 yards. 
Um, I like the fact that you're bringing these animals right to you. You know, you're more worried about scent control. You're more worried about um, tuning your equipment and obviously practicing. And I like that challenge. Yeah, I would agree. So I remember when I did my muzzleloader hunt, um, did it with a group of guys that just like to push. And I was like, well, I started thinking, looking around. And I was like, I'd probably set a tree stand there if I was bow hunting. So I was like, okay, well, there's some tracks, blah, blah, blah. There's some water nearby. I was like, I'm going to go sit there. And I think it was within like four hours of me sitting there. Nice day walked by and I was like, okay. And I, it was awesome. I mean, like, it was really fun. Um, but I didn't get the same kind of rush that I did with the bow. No, I would I would definitely agree with that. Yeah, just the added challenge of, like, drawing back. If I had got either one of the bucks that I had hit with my bow, man, oh, <laughs> just thinking about them is just like, oh, you fool. Yeah, you, How did you mess, I think you can add, like, 40 points to the score of a buck rack if you hit it with the bow. <laughs> yeah, should be allowed to. Should be allowed to. Um, but, no, no, that's a, that's a good point, and that is just my choice for this yeah. year. So, I, I, I like that you're... Be probably a few more years that I will do that until I'm like, okay, need to break out that muzzy again. Yeah, I like that you're challenging yourself to, like, strictly bow. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, it's just, cool. No, the option's there, but now, now it is. Now it is. It's gone. I like that. Like, it's kind of yeah. cool to me. Like it's, I know a lot of guys that do the shotgun hunt, and a lot of guys that do the muzzleloader hunt. Um, but I, I like that you took that out of the scenario. Yeah, we'll see what happens, and uh, yeah, all, always up for a challenge. Like, hey, I, this is actually uh, our bear hunt, our fall, fall bear hunt. This is my third year going to, uh, twice a year for spring and fall. I have not actually seen a bear during whether i've harvested or not yeah i've not seen one in... so in the three years oh, so okay. in two four six hunts yeah for them never seen one and it was just like you know that does happen yeah i've been fortunate every time to see them yeah so that's that's great yeah um, oh yeah but uh, yeah it, it kind of goes the same way for every animal for me yep um i think right now is an important time to make sure you have if you're wanting to kind of bait your deer to make sure it's out so it's yeah like bait licks. yeah bait doesn't really do anything if you put it out like four days before you plan to hunt yeah don't put your corn in a bean field yeah that, that's <laughs> just weird odd. um but like don't do it right before you're about to go out because there needs to be a pattern drawn to it and you might be lucky i mean sure if you don't have time to go out mm-hmm. um you might be able to pull in a deer but i don't think it's as effective as it can be if you exactly. just put out you know a bait four days before you go to hunt three yeah. days before you go um, I think it's nice to establish a natural pattern. Um, if you're using trail cameras, it makes it nicer because you can actually pattern times and uh, locations of where they're coming to, where they're going. Um, I like video. I know you like photo. photo yep. um, not really a big deal. But I think having that camera is going to, you know, makes a difference. Absolutely. Yeah, um, those are those are definitely uh, great points. Yep. Um, so finishing up, guys. Um super busy with our hunts so we're throwing these couple podcasts at you uh we're gonna do something kind of cool different with our t-shirts so if you go back and uh, we can start with this one message us on instagram say hey we listened to episode number 20 and we're gonna hook you up with one of our t-shirts if you're interested yep at 20 bucks that's, that's no taxes. straight to your door. Yeah. No ifs, ands, no or buts. shipping. Just twenty bucks. Exactly. So um, well, a little bit of a discount there. Yeah. Obviously, it's just for our listeners. So that's you guys. Um, you know, wherever you are in Ontario, twenty bucks. If you're even in Canada. Yeah, we just want to let people know bucks. about us. We want to talk to people, and we we have actually quite a 
good list of people that want to talk with us on here, do phone calls, which we like doing. Yeah, so, it's nice. um, shoot us that if you want to get hooked up with a shirt. We are going to have some more gear later down the road. So if these go well, we'll proceed with that. And if everyone's had the chance uh, to listen to episode 19 to get the code for the product giveaway we're going to do, a little gift package, um, it is an OOP t-shirt. In your size, obviously. In your size, of course. A Titanium Archery Products stabilizer, which you can no longer get. This is a discontinued piece, so kind of cool to have. Um, and you're also going to get a package of Kickaboo spices yeah. and marinade. Yeah, you're going to get the... I forgot what flavor we're going to do, but it'll be a delicious flavor. Yes. And obviously the meat marinade. Um, so like Cam said, you know, go listen to episode number 19. The way we're doing it is... Can't tell you where in the... Unless you listen no. to it. Yeah. To get the code. But so, it's in episode 19. Yeah, and there's a code. Message us on Instagram. tells you all about it. You get entered into a little uh, raffle. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're going to enjoy this free package. It's, it's a pretty good price tag. So I think so. Anyways, that's uh, episode number 20 for you. So big news. Yeah, you can get t-shirts for Wicked Price and giveaway. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And we will see you guys with lots of hunting stories in the next couple weeks.